0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Joe Biden is going on trial in a little known
0: lawsuit out of Florida.
1: Larry Clayman is here also to talk about the January 6th hearings. And what is happening? Will these people get justice or are they being mistreated?
0: Former Navy chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God
1: bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a returning guest, Larry Clayman, leads freedomwatchusa.org. He is an attorney and he is live via Skype from Florida. Welcome to the program, how are you today, sir?
2: I'm doing well, thank you, a little frog in my throat, but we will defrog myself shortly, Dr. Chas. <laughs> well,
1: that's great, I hear they have that in Florida, or is that the alligators, I can't tell. Um, tell me about your your practice in Freedom Watch USA. What do you guys do?
2: I was gonna say the real reptiles reside in Washington, D.C., as <laughs> opposed to Florida. But yeah, I've been a lawyer now for almost 45 years. I've been in the trenches. I founded Judicial Watch in 1994. I ran for the U.S. Senate in Florida in the Republican primary in 2003. I didn't win, I came out and I founded freedom watch at that time and that was a name that was given to me interestingly enough by the tv series uh, west wing they created a character after me larry clayman of judicial watch harry claypool freedom watch <laughs> so i borrowed the name i thought it was a good name and we've been fighting for justice ever since of course now you know we've got a government which works against us not for us i used to say i found a judicial watch to create honesty in government. Now I've said I founded Freedom Watch to fight dishonesty in government. And that's where we are today.
1: So you have active lawsuits going against the Biden administration. Is this uh, for Freedom of Information Act requests or what's the what's the context?
2: That's what my former colleagues mostly do. They're not trial lawyers. Uh, I am a trial lawyer 45 years. So we bring hard hitting cases. Documents are good, but you might as well just hang them on the wall. and and use them as pictures. They're not any good if you don't seek to enforce the law. And that's what I do. Uh, back in 1992, Dr. Chaffs, and Anthony Scalia, late justice of the Supreme Court wrote an opinion, United States versus Williams. We're writing for the majority. He held that the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. Before we had a justice department on July 1st, 1870, the American people, meted out the law themselves. In fact, our founding fathers did that under the laws of nature, nature's God, when they took our legal system back from King George, who took it away to the court of St. James. That's what we're doing. So with regard to Joe Biden, we can't survive another two years with Joe Biden as president. He's, excuse the French, but he's brain dead. I mean, he's not there. He doesn't even know where he is. You can see last week, he was just wandering around in a stage And and frankly, he's evil, he's pure evil. I mean, he's doing the work of the devil, in my opinion. And uh, we need to get him out legally and peacefully. So we've been trying him for the bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia. Uh, We're in the midst of the trial. You can see it at freedomwatchusa.org. And you can also see our cases against people like Anthony Fauci, who's negligent homicide. You know, if Derek Chauvin can get 22 uh, years, for uh, what he did to George Floyd. Uh, Fauci should get life. We've been trying him because as of right now, about 6 million people and counting have been killed with COVID-19. He sent the seeds of COVID-19 over to the Wuhan lab in China with a grant of $3.7 million during the Obama-Biden administration. And then federal judges were violating their oath of office who were throwing peaceful January 6th protesters in prison Forcing them to make forced confessions as if this was Iran or North Korea, and you know, just to get a lighter sentence, making them get down on their knees and beg for mercy. they did nothing wrong. They saw the corruption in government. they saw that even President Trump could not get a hearing from his own Supreme Court justices, and that was a natural result. But it was 99 percent peaceful, but yet the establishment of both political parties want to keep them down and don't want the American people to rise up, even in a protest in our own capital.
1: So I wanna to get to the January 6th hearings at, uh, or, or the, the litigants in, in the next, the, the victims, whatever you wanna call them in the next segment. What I wanna talk about first is the trial of Joe Biden. You, you, we're, we're somewhat familiar and we've reported on the Hunter Biden laptop, the shady dealings with China. Uh, how is Joe Biden implicated in this?
2: It's more than shady. I mean, he was the beneficiary of laundering millions of dollars through his son Hunter. He was the the point man. He was driving the getaway car, Hunter, and the money flowed into the Biden family accounts. That comes right out of the mouth, not just of Tony Bobolinsky, who was Hunter Biden's partner, but also the Biden family itself. There are emails out there that came off the laptop saying, you know, I want our piece of the pie. Hunter, you're taking money that we want. That you're laundering for your, your father, I'm paraphrasing, uh, the big guy, ten percent. Biden, you know, he, he rivals the Clintons in criminality. And the man is I, I can't even describe it. We we know the state of the nation right now. He's destroyed the country in two years, and we need a peaceful and legal means to to convict him, to have him sentenced. We have a citizen's judge, we gave him notice that he was indicted, he didn't show up. We gave him notice again that he could come to the trial, defend himself, didn't show up, doesn't have any respect for the rights of the American people. And if we get a conviction, and we're confident we will, we'll give him an opportunity to argue in front of the citizens' judge that it doesn't apply to him, but he won't show up. So at that point, uh, the citizens' judge will sentence him, and we will then ask the military and the police to carry out the sentence peacefully and legally. And if that doesn't happen, in 48 states in this country, even in the most left leaning state in this country, California, The citizens have a right of citizen's arrest. There's no question this guy's committed felonies and we will do it peacefully, we won't be physical, but we will ask him to turn himself in and we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, we can't let this guy stay in office for another two years, so we won't have a country left.
1: Very interesting perspective. Uh, Let's take a short break, when we come back, we'll ask Larry Clayman about the January 6th events
2: giving you
0: a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience, and we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin. And he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case by case basis. Then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the secretary of defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703 703- 703 692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense Office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866 Obey God. press option three, take action today.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign a critical petition
1: to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's
0: PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Larry Klayman of FreedomWatchUSA.org. Larry, you are a practicing attorney, and as you said before the break, you're engaged in sort of a citizen's trial of Joe Biden. You have a citizen's judge. How is that different than a, a, a normal judge and what jurisdiction is this?
2: <clears throat> I use the word uh, normal, uh, Dr. Chaps, okay? They're unfortunately not normal. In my book that I uh, just uh, wrote this year, and it's a sequel to another one I wrote a couple years ago, it's called, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. You can get it at freedomwatchusa.org. I dedicate it to Thomas Jefferson. He was against Article Three federal judges and Supreme Court justices, saying that unelected, unaccountable to the people, they would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again, every 20 years or so, adding, what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty is the natural manure of government? Jefferson did not wanna see anyone dead or hurt, neither do I, neither do you. But he was predicting the natural result. And these judges, who are the yes men of the establishments of both political parties, have been putting peaceful January 6th protesters in prison without even right of bail, forcing confessions from them. Even the ones that were in the Capitol peacefully, which is the overwhelming majority, are getting jail time. These judges are collaborating with each other. The cesspool of the judiciary is most easily seen in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, which is so politicized. A bunch of political hacks on both sides, Democrat and Republican appointed. And consequently, we've had to take action. We'll see if we're successful or not. I brought two class actions for the January 6th protesters, one in California, one in in, uh, the Northern District of Florida, and uh, we're doing whatever we can to fight back. But these judges, they are the biggest threat to this country as Jefferson predicted they would be.
1: Let me ask about some of the specifics of what happened on January 6th of 2021. Uh, this is three weeks before Joe Biden was sworn in and uh, Donald Trump was holding a rally. I was not in DC that day, but, but many people were. They, they saw him speak on the mall outside near the Washington Monument. And then a small fraction of people after that speech, and and I don't think Donald Trump encouraged it. In fact, he tweeted during those events that people have to remain peaceful. But a a small fraction of those people did go toward the Capitol, and there was some vandalism. um, And three members of the Capitol Police later passed away. Uh, maybe not related to that, or maybe related to that. Uh, there's some serious, you know, footage, video footage of of people throwing rocks and things. What,
2: let me, what let me you ask you this that? question. Okay, I don't advocate violence, but when people are pushed up against the wall, when they see the corruption for decades, when they see that the elite in Washington feather their own nest, not just financially, but don't proceed legally against them, uh, what do you do? You remember the Boston Tea Party? What happened there? Should these people have been thrown in prison by the king? You know, you reach a point where you can't take it anymore. And this was relatively peaceful, overwhelmingly peaceful. It wasn't the storming of the Bastille on July 14, 1789 in France. And frankly, that was justified too. But this is the natural result. If you want to look for someone to blame for January 6th, then look look to Congress for it. Okay, look to the executive branch, the deep state, look to the judges themselves. They are the ones who are responsible. Frankly, they're the ones who should be locked up.
1: Okay, and some of those people have been locked up. Are you in touch with some of the protesters?: no, I,
2: I, I, judges, I, I, judges haven't been locked up, and uh, no, neither no, have no. any congressmen. They're responsible for it.
1: No, you're right. Crit- no, I was saying that the protesters were, were put in jail. Um, yeah,
2: lots, uh, they've indicted over 900 of them. And you've got judges there. At one time, I had respect for Judge Royce Lambert who made many good rulings for me during the Clinton years, never you know, went the, the mile to, to, to legally take Hillary and, and Bill out and let them come back with a vengeance. But uh, I'll give you one example. The QAnon shaman. Okay, so the guy dressed like a freak. Okay, that's not a crime. He was peaceful. He was escorted into the Capitol with Capitol Police by his side Lambeth gives him 41 months in prison, 41 months, three and a half years, and then tells him and some other protesters that he's also sentenced to jail time, you have to obey the established government. George Washington obeyed the established government. That's what he said. Well, you know what? George Washington did not, did not obey the established government. And King George III was the established government. So what I'm telling you is this, is I think what happened on January 6th was mild compared to what may happen in the future. When the American people can't afford gasoline, when they can't afford food, when there's no baby formula for their kids, you know, the Democrats have no problem killing them before they're born, apparently they have no problem killing them after they're born now either. When you have rampant crime that has been created by the left, when you have open borders with people with drug traffickers, human traffickers, uh, drug dealers, uh, diseased people, when you destroy the distinction between man and woman, and teach perverted ideologies to children in schools and then get them sex change operations before they even know what's happening, ruining their life for the rest of their life. When you destroy the military with low morale with what happened in Afghanistan, what's the natural result of that? We're fortunate that all we had was January 6th because if we don't succeed, and that's what I'm trying to do, with peaceful and legal means, our God-given rights, this country's gonna go up in flames and we're not far away from it right now.
1: I'm with you on that. When people are frustrated, as, as we are often on this show, peaceful and legal means are the best solution. We saw video footage of, of some Capitol Hill police opening the gates and, and welcoming people into the, the chambers of the Capitol.
2: Uh, that's our cap, that's no trespass. That's our cap, you know? And there's a thing called malum prohibitum and malum pro se uh, in the law. Malum prohibitum is that which man says is illegal. Malum in se is that which is inherently illegal according to the laws of God. So, trespassing, quote unquote, walking into the Capitol is malum prohibitum. A traffic ticket is malum prohibitum, as long as you're not drunk. Uh, those kinds of things. So, we didn't, those people didn't do anything so terrible. They did something because they felt like they had no way to let out the steam. And <clears throat> consequently, uh, you know, what's going on right now, the establishment of both parties cannot, cannot allow for any dissent, particularly Biden. He's turned his Justice Department and his FDI, which is part of that, into a Gestapo. The Democrats now want 87,000 IRS agents to terrorize, terrorize people, to keep them quiet. People are afraid to come forward and even protest anymore. We live in what has been become a leftist dictatorship. That's where we are. So let's call a spade a spade, and and you contrast people-
1: <laughs> that. I contrast that to the violence we saw the preceding summer, and uh, a lot of the BLM protests were violent. You saw flames and Molotov cocktails and and property damage. Uh, comparatively, this was mild. Uh, let me take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Larry Klayman about the term insurrection. Does that apply?
0: giving you a megaphone in washington dc dr chaps will be right back do you need a physical or spiritual healing are you being tested or tried when jesus needed to pray he went to the garden of gethsemane do you need to really connect with god if you're visiting colorado springs come see the gateway prayer garden just south of the city along interstate 25 walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful fountain creek Stand to the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's GatewayPrayerGarden.org.
3: Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, We would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament, Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org again that's hope h o p e at vopg.org and we'll process your request right away god bless you
0: defending your religious freedom here is dr chaps
1: welcome back i'm dr chaps joined again by larry clayman of freedomwatchusa.org larry the left wing media particularly the new york times is 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 famous now for calling the January 6th protest, an insurrection. Their goal was to actually remove Congress from power and overthrow the Constitution. Uh, is that even possible?
2: No, it's not what it was about at all. It was actually to enforce the Constitution. It was actually to enforce the laws of nature, nature's man and nature's God. Their Declaration of Independence, I cite this over and over again, I'm paraphrasing me. Founding fathers and particularly Jefferson was more eloquent than Larry Klayman said in the beginning, when in the course of human events, the sovereign, the rulers, no longer represent the people under the laws of nature and nature's God, not the law of man, nature's and nature's God. Law of man was the law of the king. Is that we have a right to alter or abolish that government and to form a new government by and for the people with equal rights for everyone in pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. That's a paraphrase. And they look to divine providence, to God, to help them carry it out. This is where we are today. In addition to our trials against Biden and others, we have a Third Continental Congress where our delegates are meeting to declare independence, to create a new government, not a new nation, with leaders who have moral and ethical integrity, who are elected, elect cabinet officials, elect judges, so they're accountable to the people. They're not accountable now, they do whatever they want. They have become tyrants. And the three biggest tyrants now are Joe Biden, his attorney general, Merrick Garland, and the FBI director, Christopher Wray. And excuse this, I know that it's a religious show. He's become little more than a butt boy to Merrick Garland and Biden, an absolute disgrace. And these, they're terrorizing the American people and they're trying to keep us quiet. They want us to shut up and we will not shut up. And you have my commitment to do it peacefully and legally. But if we don't succeed, Dr. Chaps, like I said, this country is going to get violent and it's going to get violent very soon.
1: We condemn violence uh, and, and yet the Founding Fathers found it necessary and I pray there isn't a time in our near future where uh, you know that is the only recourse that remains. Well,
2: let me say that about the Founding Fathers briefly. They didn't declare war on the King. They simply said, we're going our own way. The King declared war on us. And when he did declare war on us, then of course, you know, he tried to take away our guns, he you know, pillaged our houses, uh, the troops raped our women, and that's where the Second Amendment came in and that's where militias came in, into the Second Amendment, right of self-defense. And we, we will never advocate offensive means, but we have the right to defend ourselves and we have the right to walk into our own capital. Sorry, if Jefferson was alive, he would have been the first one in the Capitol on January 6th, he'd been alive.
1: Interesting, can you comment briefly, I know you're based in Florida, about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago?
2: Well, this may be the flashpoint that uh, really sets everything off. The the president's right, and I still consider Trump the president, sorry. Uh, He said, if if they indict me, there's gonna be problems. He was trying to be somewhat vague, but yes, if they indict him, country's going up in flames.
1: Interesting. Um you mentioned Christopher Ray uh, uh Joe Biden denies having pre-approved the FBI raid but I think Christopher Ray admits he did know about it he did approve it uh and then they gave it to a magistrate not not like a an, an appointed judge but it's interesting how how they they selected the place where they could sure. get that kind of summons
2: they went to that magistrate. They know that magistrate was vehemently hateful of Trump. There were tweets that were out there. I've been in front of this guy. He's dishonest to the core. I mean, he's he he's one of the people we're gonna indict and seek the conviction of. <clears throat> Reinhardt. Bruce Reinhardt. Sleazy, uh you know, dishonest. They knew who they were they were going to. Okay, then goes up to another judge that I've been in front of, who's not the sharpest knife in the drawer either, but She was a Trump appointee and allowed at least, you know, for a special master. Uh, And that's now been reversed by two Trump judges and and one, I think, Clinton judge up in the 11th Circuit. Trump didn't even know he was appointing to the bench. The names were given to him by Republican lobbyists like the Federalist Society and American Conservative Union. Uh, These judges have stabbed him in the back. And it's about time he stops you know, complimenting them because they're almost as bad as the Obama and uh, Clinton judges. So I've been in front of them. And I, in my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, uh, I, I set forth unabashedly the 20 worst judges I've ever appeared in front of. But that's just scratching the surface. And at one point, I say to myself, there must be one good one out there right now. But frankly, I can't think of one. They get into power through political campaign contributions and other forms of Greece. We do not have the best and the brightest. We have political animals on the bench, politicians in robes. That is extremely dangerous. And that's what Jefferson was talking about. No more honest than any other man or woman. They're there for life. And that's why when I'm in Florida, for instance, in a state court, by and large, you get some decent judges because they're accountable to the people and they know that they can be removed. These judges think they're there for life and they do as they please. And and they are the absolute biggest threat to the American people because without good judges that will stand in the stead for us, then what option is there but revolution if we can't solve it in the courts?
1: We have just 30 seconds left. May I say a prayer? Uh, yes, please. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on America that that we would not uh, backslide into a totalitarian or authoritarian a dictatorship where some lifetime appointed judges are are rogue, uh, but instead, Father, that the, the voice of the people will be respected through peaceful means, through the ballot box, and we pray that everybody who cares about these issues will show up and vote so we can have a restored justice uh, and that Larry will have success in his endeavors. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Thank you, Dr. if I may add one caveat if we have 30 seconds, okay? The electoral system no longer works. We need a new system, and it needs to be put in place quickly because we see that already the Democrats are out there stuffing the ballot boxes with with mail-in ballots. It's, In the words of Woody Allen, it's become a mockery of the travesty, of two mockeries of a sham, of a travesty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even if we get a Republican Congress this fall, we can't live with Biden for another two years. We can't. He's got to be legally and peacefully removed now.
1: Thank you, sir. Our guest has been Larry Klayman, FreedomWatchUSA.org. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit or call us for prayer at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time.